0: Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Welcome to Market View this midweek, and we have on the line Mr. Manish Bhagava, CEO of Straits Investment Management Private Limited, to help us understand inflation, recession, and what all that means for every one of us, whether we are business or an individual. Hello, Manish, welcome to the show. Hi,
1: Melissa. Thanks for having me.
0: No, at all pleasure. Okay. Now, earlier I uh, updated our listeners about what um, the U.S. Fed Chair Jerome Powell said overnight. He had said that um, he would back interest rate increases until prices start to fall back toward a healthy level. In fact, he actually said, um, you know, they are in the midst of a whatever it takes moment, right? So, so based on what he said, and based on what you know about how the Fed operates, right? How far can the Fed chair? raise interest rates without actually um, uh, being counter-effective for the economy?
1: Uh, Yes. Thanks for having me. And I spoke to Money FM about a year ago, and so much has changed since then. Back then, the Fed was very dovish and rates were near zero. But last night, the Fed chair was very clear that they're going to be aggressive, raising rates. And their number one goal is to tame inflation. And they have all the reasons to be aggressive. Last night, the U.S. retail sales data came out, and it was a beat. It it was much better than expected. Mm. Now, what's that telling us is that the highest inflation in four decades and the uncertainty from the Ukraine war wasn't enough to deter consumers from spending, which is a huge positive. Mm. So this gives them a lot of reason and lever to pull rates higher. Next, the labor market has also been very tight. Twelve straight months of solid job gains as of April. There are right now more job openings than applicants in the U.S. The yield curve, which did invert briefly, but that's no longer the case. So this gives the Fed enough reasons to turn hawkish and stay hawkish. They are going to be very aggressive. Their number one goal, again, is to beat inflation. And this time there's no turning back. Mm. But surprisingly, what, uh, even though the Fed chair was so hawkish last night, The markets did rally, despite all that hawkishness, the markets rallied. S and P goes up more than 2%. I think what's going on is that the markets are pricing in a very high probability of a very bad event playing out. And if it doesn't, some of these stocks and sectors could rally quite hard. Like we saw last night.
0: Mm. But what are the implications for Asia? If if the U.S. were to move so aggressively, right, um, you know, do you see the rest of the region? Okay, maybe let's just focus on Singapore then. Do you see Singapore following suit in probably, equal pace?
1: Probably, because there can't be so much of decoupling between economies and geographies. So if the U.S. does fall into a recession, U.S. is a powerhouse, mm-hmm. the biggest economy on the planet. Mm-hmm. So it does have the potential to drag some of the Asian economies like Singapore and otherwise Mm. into a recession too.
0: Mm -hmm. So what would your advice be for um, businesses as well as individuals who are looking forward to, uh, well, not looking forward to, right, uh, for, you know, with this impending uh, interest rate increases, especially those who have loans, whether it's mortgage, whether it's business loans, you know, what would you uh, recommend to them right now?
1: I think managing risk has become... Extremely, extremely important right now because the cost of debt, the cost of servicing the debt is extremely, extremely high. Mm. The cost of servicing the debt is extremely high and uh, that can be seen for businesses, that can be seen on margin loans. Mm -hmm. Anyone who has margin loans has felt the pain. So moving moving in that direction, there is no stopping. The interest rates will continue to ramp up and you have mm. to be prudent and manage your risk very tightly in this market. And that holds true for businesses and mm. individuals.
0: Mm. Well, that's certainly something to, for, for uh, whether you're a business or an individual to keep in mind if you are the fortunate stage in a way right now of negotiating uh, your next uh, loan agreement, right? (laughs) Yeah, but but let's follow up a bit furthermore uh, about tighter monetary policy and and how it's adding concerns um, to the markets. Um, uh, Concerns about a steeper downturn um, has sparked an aggressive sell-off on Wall Street, right, um, earlier. Now, U.S. tech stocks in particular have taken a beating. The Nasdaq, the S and P 500, uh, both seen declines this year. Uh, and just yesterday, Singapore's Sea Limited, Forrest Lee, right, he lost nearly 18 billion U.S. dollars in tech stock wipeout. So, what can you tell us about the outlook of the tech sector? Has it has it bottomed out, or do you see a, a deeper valley ahead?
1: You're right. This has been a very tough patch. Very rough patch for tech, particularly unprofitable tech. All the unprofitable tech companies have gotten crushed this year. We look at Bitcoin has lost half its value and no one is talking about SPACs anymore. If you recall last year, SPACs, which are blank check companies, were the flavor of the season. Mm. But all that has taken a backseat. No one's talking about that. Several trillions have been wiped out. From the equity markets, in, in particular, if you look at it, the 20 richest people on the planet have lost about $300 billion this year alone. Mm. So if your portfolio is down this year, it's okay, because mm. you might actually be in good company.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but coming back to your question about a bottom, I think it's always hard to call a bottom, mm. uh, whether it's in tech or elsewhere, and mm. especially in this market, which is very volatile, which is also, uh, which is trading a bit on panic here, mm. and it's got elements of irrationality mm. so but what I can tell you is that around now could be a good time to start nibbling in because according to Buffett the best time to buy is when there is blood on the streets yes. and when there is a lot of uncertainty right and that's and that's exactly what he's been doing mm. so mm. Berkshire has been on a buying spree not in tech though but they have been buying and buying quite aggressively mm. they had they had about 150 billion dollars of mm. uh, cash, mm. and in the uh, they have deployed about 50 billion of that mm. over the last few months. Mm. Just the day before, they announced a three percent stake in Citigroup. Mm. So I think the underlying message from the Oracle of Omaha mm. is quite clear: mm. if you have cash, mm. this is a great time to start gathering assets, but don't go all in just yet.
0: Mm. Mm. It's just like with a uh, normal, uh, good financial management uh, discipline, right? You spend what you can afford to lose, perhaps, or you can spend within your means, right? That applies to, to you know, organizations as well as, um, you know, uh, retail investors, right? But when you talk about the tech sector, I, I know it's, it's hard to call right now, but is there any exception to to um, the stocks or the companies that might be doing well? Um, you know, for example, China, right? Um, I think a lot of people look to Silicon Valley, but China is, is in fact, actually, um, uh, how would you say, ex- excellent, for, for want of a better word, factory, right? Producing some really amazing technology, some uh, really, uh, and, and, and across uh, the, the spread, um, you know, you have fintech, you also have green tech as well, right? So what is your view on uh, Chinese tech stocks? Also with, uh, with a view that, um, with a consideration, right, that c- regulatory crackdowns, potentially could be tapering off?
1: Uh, that's a great question. The China tech has been down in the dumps. It's it's sold off more than 60% over the last 15 months. So a lot of the gains have been wiped out. Two, three years of gains have been wiped out almost. Now, the, the, the sector is starting to look cheap. Its valuations are no longer demanding. By some measures, they could even be attractive. Now, the, the message from the Chinese regulator was that they wanted to tame the sector Mm. but by no means did they want to kill the sector Mm. because these businesses these companies are real companies they're generating uh, employment they are integral to the society Mm. and to uh, the economy so they only want to tame it Mm. so recently the regulators have started coming out and they have been very timely and the remarks that they have made are quite bullish for Mm -hmm. the sector in particular Mm -hmm. and for China as a whole. So it could be at a level, it's definitely at levels which are which you can call oversold mm. and uh, this could be a place of you could say that a near term bottom or a tradable bottom mm. has been formed
0: mm.
1: especially in china yet. Mm,
0: okay now if we were to go full circle and go back to what we we're talking about u uh, s moves on interest rates et etc part uh, obviously part of it is to you know it is chiefly right to take um, to tackle uh, rising inflation uh, you know at the head Um, but in terms of recession given all the signals that you've seen from the U.S. you know from uh, the region from you know across the the world including of course Singapore's uh, also rather aggressive uh, move recently by MAS is recession imminent uh, across the world or again with there which regions or which territories or economies do you see perhaps faring better than the rest?
1: So, so far, the good news is that things are holding up. There is no recession. Corporate earnings have been quite decent. In fact, if we look at, uh, if we dissect the U.S. a little, about 450 companies in the S&P 500 have er reported earnings so far. And more than 50% of them have beat estimates. Mm. The average revenue surprise was 3%. But the average earnings surprise was a lot higher at 9%. Mm. So that's very encouraging. But the firms... Uh, you know, to your point about a recession, but the firms have now begun to weigh the possibility of tightening financial conditions. Mm. It can very well tip the U S economy into a recession because this is not, um, listen, there's no perfection to this. Mm-hmm. by some measures, I think the Fed could be behind the curve. They should have raised rates a lot sooner. So they might be behind the curve. So what can, what can companies, what can businesses do? I think the firms that have pricing power, should be able to navigate a recession with a lot of grace. So pricing power is absolutely key because inflation is coming, things are gonna get expensive. Mm -hmm. And if you can stay on in that race, if you can price your products right, uh, in line with inflation or better than inflation, Mm -hmm. then you have a very fair chance. Mm -hmm. So I think it all really comes down to the environment that we are in. It really comes down to managing the risk in your portfolio. And uh, if if you have time on your side, If you're a young investor, if you have a long-term time horizon, and Mm. plus if you have dry powder, this could Mm -hmm, actually mm -hmm. be a good time to start gathering assets that you have conviction in. Mm.
0: But what's your advice
1: for mature investors? For the mature audience, again, I think you have to have some kind of a combination of equities and cash and Mm. bonds in your portfolio. Mm. This year was a true test of the 60-40 portfolio, 60 equities, 40 bonds, but that has not worked. Mm. Uh, Bitcoin was supposed to be a hedge, and that has not worked. Mm. A couple of things that are working are uh, gold, which is flat for the year, mm-hmm. and value is outperforming. Mm. Growth and tech have taken a backseat, but mm. value is doing well. So some mix of that, while we don't give advice, mm. um, but some mix of that is warranted. Holding on to some cash, While there is uncertainty does not hurt, but at the same time nibbling in and start buying names, a good quality names. Could be a good strategy in the current times.
0: Mm -hmm. Now earlier you mentioned you talked about uh, what uh, Warren Buffett's uh, uh, Berkshire Hathaway is doing. Uh, So maybe you know if you could just revise again very quickly which are the sectors? Because I've been given the advice right (laughs) by saying, okay, if you don't know the markets, just follow what Berkshire Hathaway is doing. You know, so of course it's not our standing advice, but maybe just uh, revise with us again. You know, what are the sectors his his company is looking at? I know it's not tech stocks.
1: So he recently bought city group over the over the last few months mm-hmm. i think he has bought uh, energy which mm-hmm. has done very well mm-hmm. because commodities have done extremely well because they are a big beneficiary of inflation so if you want to mimic you know his holdings his portfolio is out in the open mm-hmm. his disclosures are out there so energy is what he has been buying uh, and banks, which are also beneficiaries mm. of, mm. uh, in a rising interest rate environment. Mm. So those are the two sectors. To look
0: at. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much, um, Manish. Um, of course, I think for, for our listeners out there, you know, we are not Warren Buffett, obviously. <laughs> we may vi- visit McDonald's for our meals like he does still, you know. But uh, of course, you know, with all advice, um, we would tell our listeners to do their own homework, do their own research, right, A look at the data. Uh, yourself and then make the call yourself and uh, not blindly follow any particular investor or any particular organization right manish is that sound That's advice right. That's okay. absolutely. <laughs> i think you have
1: to gauge your own um Risk appetite mm-hmm. and, and act accordingly.
0: Yes, and your own abilities as well, your capabilities. So Manish, thank you so much for your insights today. Been a pleasure having you.
1: Thank you, Melissa. We shouldn't have to wait one you. whole
0: year to hear from you again. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right, thank you, Manish. We've been speaking with Manish Bhagava, CEO of Straits Investment Management Private Limited. So do stay with us here on Money FM eighty nine point three if you'd like more up to date financial news. Before acting on the information on Money FM. Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.